<clears throat> Recording. All right. MP3. Lots of numbers. Truth, love, and peace with Tony Burkett. Hello. Uh, so, we're... It doesn't matter where we are. Anyway, um, I've been wanting to get a hold of you. First off, tell everybody how, how we met. How, how did you end up in Back Porch Comedy? And give us a little bit of your, your history, uh, if you will. Um, I am from Pensacola. I've lived here all my life, except for when I went to college. I moved away to go to college. And then ended up back here. Started doing comedy in... Where'd you go to college? Florida State. Which uh, is where? Tallahassee. Tallahassee, that's where... I, anyway. Tallahassee, right? Yep. Florida State. And then came back here. Uh, was working, started comedy in 2009 um, I count that I've done comedy for four years just because in 2009 it was like a monthly open mic you know and it took a while to get to where it was like there were enough mics to do comedy on a regular basis you know so I, yeah. I count about four years full steam um, I uh, I'm blind I have cancer <laughs> This is right to it. Yeah, I mean, blind and I have cancer. Yeah, not completely blind, but legally I can't drive or anything. So, plenty of time to do comedy. Plenty of time to do comedy. Yeah. How um, how long have you known that? Like, has that been? 2010. I got sick, and then, you know. Damn. I got this genetic thing. Holy shit, man! That's. Life-altering. Yeah, I mean, it's a big deal, but it's not, you know, it's the least important, important thing about me. The least important, important thing about you. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't say that it's important. I'd say that it's uh, it's a defining parameter of, of your worldview. Like, it, it's it's part of who you uh, are. I mean, it, it is, and the fact that, um, you know, you just see people who are, just total pieces of shit and you're like yeah healthy as a horse you know what i mean like that's in yeah. that it shapes who i am i see people all the time who don't appreciate their health and have health and shit on it yeah. because you know it's just not even in their front of back the side of their mind that oh it can go away <laughs> you know yeah what I mean? like if this yeah. can be over tomorrow yeah but anyway but that's a rather unimportant fact about me you know well one more question since you brought it up does dealing with it on a daily basis outside of your vision does, does it intrude on, on I mean on it does or? I have this thing called Von Hippolanda I don't want to talk about it very much oh because, well we don't have to we can talk well about I'll just say too. well you asked a question and I'll answer it um what that means is I get like can get tumors all over my body uh-huh. and it'll be like that forever at any time so in in a in that I have anxiety about whenever I have a backache I'm like oh god I have a tumor in my kidney whenever I have a neck ache I'm like oh I have a tumor in my spine and whenever I have a headache I'm like oh it's a brain tumor you know what I mean yeah so it's like always I always assume the worst wow you know yeah and that's just, that's a world that most people would just will have no clue about yeah never consider their health yeah. That way. yeah but I don't spend too much time you know it's always in the back of my mind I try to keep it out of the front of my mind understandable and one of the ways that we do that is uh, comedy. Yeah, and absolutely. The reason that I have brought you here, 
<laughs> brought you here. We're both here for the same reason. Open mic later. But we wanted to talk about conspiracy theories. All right. <laughs> we did? <laughs> I want to talk about conspiracy theories. I want to hear you talk about conspiracy uh, theories. You probably don't, man. I do. Well, I know you're into conspiracy theories. How did that come about? Um, honestly, I think that I hate to tie it into being sick, but I think it has a lot to do with being sick because I was never into this shit. And then I got sick and I don't work, so I'm yeah. home a lot. Oh, and, downtime. Uh, it's downtime because um, I'm into it and I think in the back of my mind, it's just kind of, if you, if you ask me what I did today, uh-huh. I'll say, well, absolutely nothing you know what I mean hung out at the house you know really didn't do anything of any consequence however uh, reptilian aliens are controlling our government so it was still a pretty exciting day <laughs> you know it's just I don't know, I know exactly what you mean it's uh, uh, half a rather mundane existence and that adds a level of you know what I mean? And the thing is, most of the stuff I don't believe in, uh, as far as the, like, next level nut job shit, I'm not a fan of, you know, or I'm a huge fan of, pardon me, I misspoke, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of it, and I'm into it, and I'll watch hours and hours and hours of videos, but when it boils down to it, I don't, I don't believe it. It's fun to, it's fun to uh, believe it. Uh, even though I don't, you know what I mean? I look at it as entertainment and it is. as information. Like if somebody believes it, I need to know about it. Mm-hmm. So when that kind of crazy walks in the door, I know how to respond to it. Yeah. So it's, it's just part of the information gathering. And I do believe, uh, I feel like uh, nothing's impossible, you know what I mean? And that I think that there's absolutely some truth to us living in a uh, computer-esque simulation. Oh, yeah? So... How'd you get into that? Um, I don't remember. I no. just don't remember. But but if that is the case, then reptilian aliens, it's no, uh, it's no crazier than if you saw reptilian aliens in uh, The Legend of Zelda. You know what I'm saying? Like... Once you th- assume that we're living in a simulation, that's uh, very true. Then the, even the craziest shit is possible. You know what I mean? Yeah, that changes. It changes dramatically because you redefine reality. Like, what are the limits? The limits change. Mm-hmm. The lines change. Do we know what the Wi-Fi code is in here? Yeah. Perchance. Pen- Pensacola two. Pensacola two. And I think it's capital P. Mm. You got a bunch of stuff hooked up here. Well, we're gonna see if we can get it all up and running at the same time. All right. And if I can juggle this conversation all right. simultaneously. Cool. Um, what is this thermos you have with the number sixteen in the state of Alabama? On it? Oh, that that is, is Alabama, isn't it? It is. Okay, uh, it's an elephant. Uh, it's a gift from uh, Lee Fraser, who's a friend of mine, and it was made to commemorate. A mutual friend of ours named Wayne Mills, so a country music singer-songwriter who was murdered. Oh shit! In Nash or somewhere in Tennessee, at a honky tonk, and um, murdered by some drunk asshole with a bottle or something. No, by a bar owner. He was shot in the back of the head. 
Why? Uh, over a, a, a barroom dispute. Um, Jeez. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think, I mean, they were in a bar, so I'm sure somebody was drunk. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyway, um, it's, it's horrible. And, and shot sad. him in the back of the head. Yeah, I know, right? Wow. Yeah, and then tried to justify it. Like, and then came up with a, his version of the justification, which is just sad and, and horrible. Yeah, uh, I was fear for my life, so I shot him in the back of the head. Yeah, and, and when all that came out on the test, it was, it was bad. But anyway, uh, his name is Wayne Mills. And uh, Wayne was, was an incredible singer-songwriter and a great country, uh, you know, outlaw country musician. Oh, I look better. I like country. Yeah, it's crazy dude wrote a cool, the last album they were on, uh, they wrote the last Honky Tonk, um, and the, the whole song is I'll Be There When They Burn The Last Honky Tonk Down. And it's yeah. it's a, a good tune. It's a really good tune. Well, I mean, that's some outlaw country shit. And I'm not trying to diminish your friends. No, it's okay. It doesn't come off disrespectful, but good God. What is more outlaw country than being shot in the back of the head and murdered in a honky tonk? Yeah, in, you know in a I mean? lot of ways, and and depending on who you talk to, there were people that, uh, including Wayne, that talked about those aspects of his lifestyle yeah. and uh, and how they could be be possible. No. Uh, so yeah, that's what it is. It's that was his number when he played football at Alabama. Lee Fraser made that cup for me, and. Uh, so I could always remember Wayne and that's cool. Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's a good time. Do you know which one of these networks it is? Is the AT and T three one two? It should be Days In. Uh, it's not here. Then, what what are the available options? AT and T three one two, and that's it. Then they have changed it. I would try that one then. What do you think it is? It was cool two. It's uh, capital P and it's cool two. That's somebody to ask, ask him. I mean, that's what it's always been. Find out. And... Nope, incorrect password. Okay. Um, well, maybe they have done away with the Wi-Fi. It's... Do, we, do we see any windows or anything? Any donations? If somebody walks through that we can ask, we'll ask them. But otherwise, yeah. we'll just fire up the... Oh, wait, here is Days in Guest. There you go. Okay. It's an unsecured network. Nobody cares. It's connected. Cool. Uh, which means I need another line. What is this stuff? Um, okay, so we got to get back to which which one, which conspiracy theory were we on that we were, were talking uh, simulation about? Simulation theory? Yeah, holographic universe. Okay, so just that's my mental note to get back to uh, when we get to conspiracy theories. All right. Um, no, what you don't this have to is, tell me what all that yeah, is. Yeah, no, I, I, I love to because there are a bunch of people that I want to help. Uh, Help be able to do this. Yeah. Uh, so what this what this is is we got we've got a recorder that does the the hard audio like mm -hmm. that's a, a standalone audio recording and then I send that because it's compressed and gain structured. Uh, it's got an auto gain on it. Uh, I send that to this splitter, and then I send that audio to the 4K camera, which yeah, is going to sure. be our YouTube live. Yeah. And uh, and I also send the audio to the YouTube live. And I also send the audio to um, Facebook Live, which is why I needed the password. Because um, we, I can do one from my cell phone, but I can't do both without a uh, 
a thing a thing. And I wanted to get one of these up just so we could say hey to everybody. And if anybody's on, tell them to come down and plug this show while we're at it. What is this? Days in wants my email address. What? And my password. Is there another days in? Uh, no, it says email address is optional. I'm not putting my password in. I mean, no, I'll give you my email it. address, sure, but you can't have my password. Days in guest login, connect to Wi Fi. By clicking connect, I agree to the terms and services. And this is going to make for a great moment in the podcast, but. So where are you from? Alabama, obviously. But are you from Perdita? Um, no, I grew up in Mobile. Oh, that's cool. And it's a strange town. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, grew up in Pensacola or in Mobile, and this isn't going to work. So it's not working. It doesn't seem to be. Dude, I've never had problem logging in. Not mm-hmm. once. I just didn't want to come up. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, no internet connection. Well, never had a problem logging in here. We'll see if you can make that one log in. My, see, on my phone, it's not even popping up from... As an option, days in guest. I wonder if it's the router is like on the other side of the building or something. It's possible. Or in the bar itself. So what we'll do is we'll take this video and put it on Facebook Live. Alright. And uh and now we'll quit fucking around with stuff. It's alright, do what you gotta do. Well it and it's fun to kind of build it up like that. That way we can have a little bit of conversation and then find out why this battery died. And add the Facebook Live because the Facebook Live is really all about just getting more audience members and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but being able to do both all at the same time mm-hmm. has uh, has its advantages. And You're it's always, a straight up tech dude, man. I've just learned. I just don't know, dude. I'm a moron when it comes to tech stuff. You know, I couldn't put together a Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you guys Speaking of, this uh, is brought to you by Square Pit Space. I wish, man. I wish. We'll, uh, we'll get sponsorships soon. Yeah. It's coming around. Uh, it'll come when it's ready. I was thinking about that yesterday, that uh, I really, I don't want to have to deal with the headache. Like, I don't want to deal with the headache of doing the taxes for all of that stuff, but I want my bills to be paid. Right. <sighs> The paperwork that it takes to live these days is ridiculous. Like, how much forest has to die for the paperwork that's just cluttering up life? Yeah. Dude, my wife loves to do paperwork. Really? Dude, she loves it. I don't know what it is. It's some, like, ASMR thing. You know what I mean? ASMR? Yeah. Is this what you're talking about? No, no, no. ASMR? What is ASMR? ASMR is, like, um... There's some people they get like a brain orgasm, like tingling in their head. Like some people, um, I'm trying to think of an example, like a haircut. When they get a haircut, it gives them tingles. Oh, okay. And stuff like that. There's something I guess in my life about doing paperwork. It's just like the sound the paper makes. I don't know what it is. It's but orgy, it, orgiastic, orgiastic. No, it is, it is. Like but she just loves doing paperwork. There's someone give her a clipboard with some something to fill out in, dude. She is like. 
very happy woman. That makes me very happy. (laughs) We're still hitting up H&R Block when that tax season rolls around, though. You know what? We're not even going to mess with this recording. All right. She she loves paperwork, but not taxes. That's interesting. But people who do love taxes, boy, they know how to get paid when tax season comes around. Oh, no kidding. No kidding. I wish I were... I don't know what the term is, but... Pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) I made some taxes. I made some taxes. I... mm, I got problems with the whole money thing. Like, big problems with the the way that society is kind of structured itself. Yeah, we think that money is... uh, the love of money is really is the root of all evil. We try to uh, live very meager lifestyles, and uh, you know. Well, it just does. It, there's no happiness in it. I've never met a really wealthy person that I was envious. intellectually or emotionally envious of. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'd love to have your stuff. Yeah. But I don't want any part of what's in your head. Yeah. No part of it. If I could, um, if I had enough extra money if I could just have like my rent extra sure more Mm -hmm. you know what I mean (laughs) yeah rent paid every month Uh, yeah I'm not even concerned about the luxury I just want to not not be stressed yeah I just want to not be stressed but there's something about um, you know you hear about football players and titans of industry it's like when that money goes up you're like oh he's got it loaded it's not because that lifestyle goes up with it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it's you know everything goes up your bills get higher because you got to keep up with the jones with a fancy house that cost you know two grand to keep up a month it's just stupid man if i would you know if i were in a uh, some uh you know position to make it in some field dude I keep living how I'm living now out yeah. at Sanders Beach in a little condo that you know what I'm saying keep my bills the same just yep. not have to worry you know what I mean I, I like my life how it is well that's stress it comes it comes down to stress yeah. people get stressed out about stupid things and it yeah. makes people miserable mm-hmm. but dude the, the value of money has decreased so much I don't know what your parental issues are and I don't know what your financial issues I saw the pictures and stuff you post you live in a nice place obviously Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's paid for or whatever but like my parents owned a home when they were like 21 (laughs) you know what I'm saying I'm 35 renting like a mug dude you know what I mean but that's everyone yeah that's everyone it's a different world um it's a whole different world and I am, I'm lucky, no doubt, um, but that goes back to my grandparents. Uh, my great-great-great-grandfather was one of the crazy bastards that got on a wooden boat, came over here, got in a wagon, and was a pioneer. Yeah. And when Alabama was the West, mm-hmm. he and his brother settled in the West and, yeah. and were granted a whole bunch of stuff. But for me, that Planted was... fiber optic cable, <laughs> I'm assuming, with all this shit you had. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they did. <laughs> and so, so, because of the history of my family, uh, not that anybody did anything miraculous, uh, worked their asses off, but 
because of that history and, and having been there for a long time, you get grandfathered in to, to some, some convenient stuff. Yeah. And, and I'm really lucky to have pulled that genetic lottery ticket. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the UBI, uh, the Universal Basic Income. Mm -hmm. like yeah. The people living. That's the, uh, what's his name? Batman. Is that? Uh, what's his name? Tesla. Um, Musk. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Who's Batman? He's he is up, modern day Batman. He but, is real life Batman. But uh, he just that's needs to go something he was advocating for, right? He's one of them. We're gonna have to do it when when you know when all of our jobs mm -hmm. go to robots. You're gonna have to do that. And then mm -hmm. the thing about it is it'll be a um, universal welfare state in a way. It could be, but rightfully so. Yeah, it's weird. It's a very gray area when that comes to be. You know what I mean? Because on uh, one hand, well, yeah, if we're going to turn every job to a robot, that's great. And it'd be good in a sense that we'd be living our lives more along the um, Spanish way who get like a five-hour lunch break. Right. You, know, you know what I mean? Like, Siesta. Like, <laughs> literally, literally get to live our lives, you right. know? But, um, but then at the end of the day... That's big daddy governments giving you that stipend. So it's like, do you have any room to bitch at that point? Probably not. Probably you know? Not. And that's what how I, uh, you know. It'll get interesting. It's very interesting. Because, see, that's the, um, that's, if you want to get into conspiracies, that's where I see is uh, a culling, not necessarily people yet. <laughs> <laughs> but a corralling of people which will lead to a calling of people I got you. you know what I mean and on that note we gotta go live with this it's B-U-R-K-E-T-T -T, right yes okay make sure this comes up the audio wise yeah okay hey thanks for joining us Facebook live truth love and peace welcome to it this is Tony Burkett and uh, we just got to the point in this conversation that we are already <laughs> very, very good and well into, which you can catch on the upload on the full podcast later. But uh, welcome to Facebook Live. We are right at the point of talking about culling the herd. So <laughs> that's not exactly what you proposed, but that's what my brain heard. Yes. <laughs> That's what it's all about. So welcome. Uh, we'll try and keep up with some of the comments for anybody that joins us and uh, and enjoy our beautiful artwork in the background. So anyway, I painted it. He did. He did. Uh, Tony Burkett. You can see his artwork uh, at that place. Tony Burkett artwork dot com. dot love. Oh. There's a dot love now. Is it really? Did you see Pete Diddy's going by the name Brother Love? Yes, now? that How was an old that? dude. Brother Love was when I was a child, when I was in fifth grade. That was a, um, I guess you wouldn't call it a valet, a, a, a wrestling manager. Like <laughs> I was, I remember that. And it he was. was based on, <laughs> and he was based on like a Jimmy Swagger type of. Do you remember? Do. He wore like a white suit. His face was painted red. Yeah. But he was like a. He's oh, like, oh man. brother, you sent me a month. You know. Yeah, because it, it was like reverend. A, it was yeah. brother like religious brother. Love. brother love. It was love. like he was like a Jimmy Swagger. He was. Yeah, I saw that he yesterday. Was. And the first thing I thought was like, that's already a person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 
But and he has maybe. white parties too, but it doesn't mean what yours mean. <laughs> right. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, we let one Samoan in, but only because he changed the industry. <laughs> one Samoan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's why Thanksgiving, I think, is going to go away. Why is that? Because we're down to the last Samoan. Yeah. Not literally, figuratively. Yeah. No, I, I think... Um, uh, I think those atrocities are coming home to roost. I think a lot of what's going on right now in the country is this schizophrenia of, you know, we've we've got musicians calling each other, calling themselves brother love, and mm-hmm. coming up with that kind of ridiculousness on the heels of being able to have a reasonable conversation of how it may eventually come to the point where we need to do some genetic woe the mess up and stop tossing DNA at the future and maybe read a book. Yeah. And And then... You just had to step back and wonder how in the world we have gone this long without having these realizations, but it seems that the internet and the access to information and the information age that we're getting into is is what it took for people to finally look back on this whole experiment here in America and go, oh, oh, we messed up. Like, we messed up in a lot of big ways. But who that has? are causing us this turmoil inside. Oh, uh, everybody has. But uh, yeah. that's understandable. But Come if to turn. you... Uh, see, we obviously get our news from different places. <laughs> My news sure. is um, memes. And <laughs> <laughs> we didn't mess up with... Um, uh, I don't even know what to say. We messed up with Little Pump. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. that, if they're, if tomorrow, if they're like, uh, you know, the picture you've always had in your head where, I can't imagine Donald Trump doing it, but our next black president, because <laughs> I'm basing it off of Morgan Freeman in my head, who's like, that was an asteroid, and we've just located, and, and if they don't say it, we're calling it, uh, <coughs> Uh, asteroid little pump you know please call the asteroid that's going to exterminate humanity little pump please or brother love jesus god you know um that's the thing about donald trump um this big you know important speech you know i thought um initially i was like maybe he's gonna be the guy you know what i mean uh disclosure and saying, guys, we we are not in fact alone in the universe, and we've made contact with you know that'd be well. Can you f- imagine a more important speech ever given? Ronald Reagan. Of course, Trump would want to be the person to give the most. Im- that's the biggest story ever. But then he got yeah. elected, and I'm like. Oh, he's not going to do that because then he'll have to be admitting that Donald Trump isn't the most important person in the universe. Um, <laughs> that's not going to happen now. Toss that out the window. Yeah. Yeah. See, I never gave him that much credit. Yeah. Uh, I have always been opposed to just vile and and evilness, and I think lying and um, and that type of uh, of ego yeah. uh, because those are things that I struggle with personally mm-hmm. it's real easy for me to spot them. Yeah. and so I see all of the, the egotistical mistakes that I made as a, as a younger person and, and 
those lies, I recognize those lies. You know, well, I've heard him, that defensive Give language. him a chance because he's, ten, you know, he, he's 10 years younger. You remember how you were 10 years ago. Wait, what, 70? Huh? We're all done. Yeah, it's no. over. No, it's just the, dude, it, it rings true. Anyone that would ever want to be president should be disqualified from it. Yeah, it was Samuel Clemens said. Yeah. Any man who can get himself elected president doesn't deserve yeah. the office. And the I think that's very true. Next, you'd have to step on to get there. Yeah. You know? Now, I will say the grab her by the pussy thing. To me, well, I heard something different. You know what I'm saying? Did you hear the tape? Yeah. Like you heard him say it. Yeah. But he said when you're famous, they'll let you do anything. Yeah. You can grab him by the pussy. He didn't say I grabbed him by the pussy. But my thing yeah. with that is, yeah, that's going to go in the list of quotes by U.S. presidents four scores <laughs> and seven years ago. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell came to my wedding. She ate like a pig. You know what I mean? Like, that's not good. But whew, I think that that tape is very indicative. Enjoy the rest of the presidents, dude. We live in a world where everyone has the internet in their pocket. Every child, dude, there's going to be presidential dick pics in the not too distant future. Dude, Anthony Weiner. Like, you can look at his dick online right now, and that's a real politician. Like, that's just the reality of the world we live in. Do you know what I mean? Like, it is. we're getting to an age where. Every president, there's gonna be, they are going to be on video saying something bad. They are going to have not so flattering pictures and this and that and the other. And we need to stop pretending that every other president that we've had was not a total piece of shit. Because right. they all were. Right. Just because we've got more information on the ones that are around now. Yeah. Let's not pretend. Yeah. That that people in general don't have this horrific side to them. Humanity has a dark twin yeah. on the other side of the mirror. Right. And I think I'm okay with I'm okay with people messing up and I'm okay with well intended mistakes. Mm -hmm. I'm not okay with monstrosity. Yeah. And so there's a line. Like there's a line of I was drunk and I made a really bad decision and the dark the bad monkey came out and decided to do some evil monkey things. Because mm -hmm. we all got that. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. It's the malice that bugs me. It's the malice and the willingness to, like you said, step on people's necks. Like, I'm, I'm okay with Wiener's, with Wiener's dick pics. I'm, the reason I'm so okay with dick pics is because I want to know the enemy. You know, like Bill Ingvall's old bit, you know, here's your sign. Yeah. There's got to be a way to bring that back now, yeah. and I think we will. And I think in, in the wake of this fallout that whether someone believes in Trump's politics or, or any other politician's politics, the association that I think everyone should be forced to wear around their necks now is the value and the moral association. Mm -hmm. Like, what are your standards of morals and values as affiliated to these politicians that you hold up, and how can I judge you based on that? Not that everybody needs to go around judging people, but we need to know. I want to know if... These people that are around are the kind of people that would behave the the way that some of these politicians behave, mm -hmm. which is just two-faced and I and think that it comes down to very simple, very, um, I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say. Um, the heart of a, a, a dude 
it comes in the what would you be willing to give up to help someone you don't know that you'll never get any thing back for like i've often said something that i believe i would do and my hair is falling dude every day yeah i'm starting to lose in the front dude i hate it if i could like snap my fingers and have like just the if i can go through a grueling 14 hour surgery that's not hair plugs but they're like we're gonna give you 5,000 spinal taps but you'll have a full head of hair when you get up and be like star sticking you know what i mean but then to have that hair back and just be like, oh, and I'm not someone who spins all the time. I'm like, oh, my hair falls. That's I do something. I like that on stage. But damn, I wish I had a full head of hair still like I did when I was younger. You know what I mean? But if they were saying you got it back now, you see that woman that you can see her scalp through her hair. Would you get? Would you give her your hair? Now she'll never know it came from you. Yeah, I would do that. Right. You know why? Because a bald guy can get laid. A bald woman. Mm. Not so much. Yeah. And that is exactly what I would hope we can move towards. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the reasons that all this stuff had to happen. Like, you know, that of course it happened this way because it couldn't have happened any other way. Mm-hmm. And that because we're in the middle of it now, people are getting a long, hard look at what the absence of compassion looks like. Mm-hmm. And it looks like 200 years of capitalism. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten to the point where we would so readily step over mm-hmm. another human being to keep our heads buried in our Facebook. We have And we to. can't do that. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, yeah, no yeah. dude, that's the thing I've said, and I've said this probably on multiple podcasts and stuff like this, uh, our heads buried in Facebook. Dude, when I was... And I don't know what your schooling situation was, but when I was growing up, homeschool kids were weirdos. Yeah, I know. They were <laughs> peculiar individuals. Because they were rare. Yeah, well, not they so rare in my neighborhood. Them. Like, three doors down, we had them, and dude, they were the weirdest family on the block. Those kids were strange. I wish I could show you how they would sit. When we would sit Indian style, <laughs> they would sit. It was the weirdest thing. I'll show you after this. But they were, dude, when I was growing up, homeschool kids were f- freaks <laughs> dude nowadays i meet my friends kids and their faces are just born like that my friend who has homeschool kids they're the most socialized people because they're at home you know what i'm saying that they are they are taken to events to socialize with kids their age because that needs to be done the rest of the time like what do you where they were having family to put your phone down you know what i mean mm-hmm. these kids their their faces are just buried in these phones man and we're we are uh creating a dumbed down and this is part of the calling dude this is that is dude the Illuminati, whatever you want to call them, dude, that's one, of the, that's one of the best things they ever did, dude. If I could change the world in any way, the Miss America thing, if I could change the world in any way, I would say go back to those old Nokia brick phones, I'll like snap my finger, and a smartphone can never be ex- invented. You can never have the internet in your pocket. You can never... That's how I would change the world, and I guarantee the world would be a better place. Yeah. You know, it would be mass chaos at first. But once we learned how to live without the internet in our pocket, it's a big deal, dude. When's the last time I've gotten lately to where um, I try to think, what was the name of that movie? You know, and you get so used to just, I won't do it anymore. And it's so much more satisfying when you say, got it. Yeah. Whatever. You know? True. 
It is very true. But that is like their ultimate way to call us, dude, because they could just, whenever I say they're going to start calling people, they they could, dude, it could be completely different now. It's not going to be with just with fluoride in the water or with poison in the food. It's going to be them walking down the street and slitting people's throats and no one's going to notice because their face is in their phone. Because <laughs> no one's looking up. Right. It's it's not even close to far off and it's becoming more and more prevalent. Like, you look at some of these people that just, that have associations with people in very uh, public and sometimes political uh, fields that just disappear. All the time, people have information that they're coming out with something about so and so. They're gonna they're gonna testify against yep. blah blah blah, and they just disappear. They just die on a mountain. Yeah, like what the hell? Like in that's I think that's where information comes in. This this dichotomy between authority and uh, and and information, and uh, the information's getting better. How are we doing on time? Oh, it is um, eight oh nine. We got we got plenty of time. I just, my phone kept buzzing. I was making uh, sure that my house wasn't on fire or something. No, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, um, I think education is really important. But it I, is. I think the, the culling of the herd is, uh, it's got to change. Like, what is the shadow government going to do now that the information is so available? Like, all of the means that the corporations used for so long to pull the strings are in now public view. Mm-hmm. And so what's the transition into, even past Von Braun's the alien false flag and the alien invasion that they were going to use to support the military-industrial complex mm-hmm. was his postulation. I'm not sure how that plays out with AI and artificial intelligence and the internet and having access to all this information, which I think is one of the reasons give me, that you can't be shitty people Can anymore. you give me an example of what you mean by that? Which like, part? Uh, uh, how that... It's going to not be able to play out with AI. Yeah, okay, so the think of the reptilian, like all the reptilian arguments, you know, my favorite conspiracy theory, the one I mentioned to the Pizzagate and, and then the reptiles, yeah. <laughs> reptilian Woo! overlord pedophiles that run the government. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I do believe that. Yeah. I totally believe that um, the government is, uh, parts of the government are run on a child sex ring. Makes sense. I'm sure there is some corruption there, and ultimate power corrupts ultimately. And whenever so I tell sure. people that, they think that I mean Pizzagate, and they're right. having sex with children in dungeons and this stuff like that. That's not what I mean at all. What I mean is, oh, you're at a, you just got out of Senate or whatever you're running for Senate. And well, first of all, I think that there are some small child sex rings, and I think that this dark web thing is monitored, and they know exactly who's looking at child porn, and they have a registry, and every time someone's on the up and upswing, and as far as politics, they type that name in there. Oh, he we he looks at child porn, so we're gonna own him like that. But I think some of it is, you know, not out of the realm of possibility. Like, let's say I'm in town campaigning for something, and I'm at the Crown Plaza. And some beautiful, smoking hot, banging chick. I end up having sex with her. And then someone says, by the way, she was 15. I know she looked 29, but she was 15. And you're on tape doing that now. So you work for us. You know, and that is, dude, that's nothing. That's and lower level entrapment, that's, man. That's not even threatening people. No, dude. <laughs> and, that, and we're saying these are people who would step on an entire population's, you know, yeah. uh, 
throats to maintain power. I mean, look at look at all look the, at the scandals tax bill that, that passed yesterday. Yeah, the look at look on. at when anytime some president's in a scandal, from Bill Clinton to Bush, all of them when they're embroiled in some scandal, they're like, "This is the one." Look at the countries they bomb when <coughs> that's going on to deflect. You know, Milosevic. Well, and the, who's not involved in the Fed? Are you part of the international banking system? Yeah. We're coming after you if you're not. Yeah. And I'm... That's another thing. What countries aren't involved in that? Yeah. And <laughs> North Korea, Syria, <laughs> yeah, Iran. The, the countries we're always at war with. Yeah. Dude, and most people don't know that. Yeah. And it's, dude, if there's smoke, there's usually fire. Yes. Yes, there is. And it's usually way worse. Yeah. Than, than people imagine. Yeah. Because we have gotten so comfy as a culture with all of this soundbite shit. Yeah. That there is no digging into anything. There's no no real minutia. Well, dude, I saw it's something, crazy. and um, this got me second guessing. I don't know if you remember the North Korea. Uh, something's fishy with that. Now, do I think it's a uh, uh, dictator ruled? third world shithole absolutely do i think that uh well this is all i'm saying i'm not making a statement on what i believe or anything but i don't know if you remember two and a half maybe three years ago they released a north korean propaganda video that was aired on their tv television there and it was like in america Everyone lives in tents, and there are only there are no birds because they've eaten them all, and they have to eat all the dead babies. Like, did you remember that? I I vaguely remember. Dude, it, it was I didn't so see crazy. the whole video, but I do remember hearing about Dude, it. Dude, it was nuts. Off the charts. It was nuts. off the charts nuts. Okay, about a week ago, I saw on the news. Did you see the North Korean guy that made a run for it? Oh, yeah. The guard across the DMZ. I saw the whole thing. I'm in on it. Yeah, and they said up. he had a f- he had parasites in his body the size of snakes. Mm-hmm. And they said that's because they make the military people eat the feces of the higher up level military people. They have to cook and eat their feces in order to. And I'm like, that kind of sounds. Like that North Korean propaganda thing. Do you know Ooh. what I'm saying? Kind of sounds like that. It does. It kind of sounds about as equally believable as... It does, but I I remember Werner Herzog. I don't know, have you seen any documentaries where they, where they interview people in North Korea? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's the way some of those people talk about the fatherland. Oh, yeah. And no. There's some serious brainwashing. Now, I'm not saying that everything isn't true. And I believe that it is a next level bonkers. Oh, Did you ever the, see the Vice documentary where the guy was like, I'm studying string theory, and it was just a Google home screen? <laughs> no, dude, I didn't see it's that. nuts. You should watch that. It's called like the Hermit Kingdom or something. It's very in- intriguing. But but the media is definitely in the business of sensationalism. Exactly. No doubt. Absolutely. No doubt. Oh, yeah. Infotainment is all we get these yeah. days. Like, unless you go looking. The, the typical means of information uh, for, for most people for a long time was Jon Stewart. You know, he was the number one purveyor of news yeah. to, to yeah. low range right. demographics for a long time. Me too. One of my favorites. Yeah. But it's not, and that's something that's problematic. It's hard to know who you can trust from a journalistic standpoint now because of the filters that everything comes Yeah, to. I listen it's and then just try to use common sense and honestly try to. Um, that was the best thing I think 
for me about getting into all this weird stuff is that when I watch the news, it is going through a strainer that is right here. <laughs> it's yeah. con- all news I accepted through my nose. Yeah. Where I'm just smelling for the BS, dude, because I think that um, that is why people should kind of look into this, look into 9-11 stuff, even if you think it's stupid, because I think if you throw enough crap at the wall, something's going to stick. And there is a, there, with every single conspiracy theory, I think there's a little bit of something there. No, no there's some, say what? There's always that little nugget. Yeah, there's always yeah. a little something that's, that. well, that makes sense, you know what I mean? And if you have that knowledge in your head, then the first thing you're going to see is like, what are they telling, what are they not, when they tell you something, you're like, then what are they not telling me? Right. You know what That's I mean? one of the first things I listen for. It's like, uh, okay, who, what, when, where, and why? Mm-hmm. Which ones are you giving me? Yeah. Now tell me the two that you're... Now I want to know about the two you left out. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two I care about now. So those are the ones that I go looking for. When that Rothschild, the head of the Rothschild family... Um, I forget what they call him. But anyway, he was uh, probably a month or two ago. Was like He made a release the statement that I, now I think it's time that we take Kim Jong-un out of power. It's like, well, now I'm a fan of North Korea since you said that. <laughs> right? You are like a very evil person. What, is, what are they doing right yeah. that you need to get in the way Yeah, of? yeah. And that's problematic. Yeah. I, I, that goes back to this whole shadow government thing. And when you get into conspiracy theories, people... And if you want to talk about the 9-11 conspiracy theories, we, we can. But for me, uh, things like that that fall under the category of false flag and involve military uh, you know, anything, mm-hmm. hardware, weaponry in this case, um, I am I'm always of two minds about that. Because first, Gulf of Tonkin. Yeah. Like we know, we know, we know that Operation Northwoods. That right. was literally they were going to do 9/11 in the 60s. <laughs> right. So we know, and and then when you start looking into stuff, it um, it's really hard not to immediately look at that situation and start trying to find ways to validate the information. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the filters that my stuff goes through is, okay, if I were gonna pull that off, how hard would it be to pull off and how would I do it? Because mm-hmm. uh, that's one of the ways to backtrack and for me to test how plausible something comes through may, may mm-hmm. not be. And it's gotten way easier with yeah. the advent of things like Blackwater yeah. and these highly integrated mm-hmm. and highly funded and equipped private militaries mm-hmm. and to think that, that we know that Blackwater is part of Halliburton Halliburton, and is run by Dick Cheney and those guys and so you've got how is private, that not illegal dude did you know Dick Cheney's the first vice president to never be vetted for the president for the oh, vice presidency but, okay quick no because probably because he was vetted for the presidency no know? because because he vetted and he forewent it himself so when bush uh got elected and, or got the nomination and they said well we got to come up with the vice president cheney was in charge of the campaign and he said well i'll go and i'll do it yeah and i'll find somebody and he went and he interviewed all these people and he's like these people all suck so i'm gonna be vice president yeah and bush is okay yeah <laughs> nobody vetted anybody and now you got halliburton and then yeah look into all that stuff and so it doesn't take long or profiteering right in the White House, yeah, and so it in the take war room of the White House, to realize Christ Almighty that it's when these people have access to a private military, and you say, "Well, how did the government keep it quiet?" Because the government doesn't have to keep shit quiet. 
the one guy who called Blackwater has to keep it quiet. And Blackwater got paid a shit ton of money to keep it quiet. Or whoever was, you know, if it was, if it was, you know, pulled off by a military entity, then it would be so easy to find a military group that has put their price online mm -hmm. to do shit like that. So to say that they couldn't keep it quiet and that there's no way that they could pull it off, immediately I can come up with three or four ways that they could have, that Joe Schmo could have, that didn't need government resources. And so you can you look at Timothy McVeigh pulled a, yeah, it was McVeigh that pulled a truck full of fertilizer up to the, the building in Oklahoma and did a massive amount of damage. Yeah. That was one idiot and some fertilizer. You can imagine what a group of highly trained paid militiamen, mercenaries, mm -hmm. could come up with. It wouldn't take long to no. do way more damage than that. Mm -hmm. And if somebody had really meant to do real, real damage, uh, no way. The only reason I think the government is definitely involved in that one is because of all of the military training. Exercises yeah. that were going on yeah. at the same time. On Dude, have you some seen level. how many of these events oh, yeah. that there is like a parallel? Spain, the train incident. Yeah. <laughs> and the list goes on and on and on. Like the cars uh, in in Europe, the the vehicular attacks. Yeah, uh, they've they've trained for all of those. And the fact that on audio that you can pull up online and you can hear these uh, these radar. Uh, dispatchers, you know, these air traffic controllers saying, is this real world or is this in game? Is, mm -hmm. And while 9 11's going on, and the military can't even get their shit straight. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. Well, okay, maybe the military wasn't the one that pulled it off, but the military turned a blind eye. Yeah. If they didn't turn a blind eye, then everybody on the scopes that day yeah. needs to be fired. Right. Like, somebody dropped the ball. That's 9 11 at the least. Yeah. It wasn't allowed to happen. The only thing that makes me think. Um, that it's not as much crap as I think it was as that Flight 93. Dude, they blew that thing up with a fighter jet all day long, dude. You mean to tell me that some dude was like, let's roll and did that? Dude, they shot that thing out of the sky with a missile over a field where no one can see. You know what I mean? And like, did you see the crash site? Yes. That's there's not even a plane. Nothing, it's no. not even a plane. It's just vaporized, yeah. dude. It's like whatever hit the Pentagon. Like, yeah. really? Have you yeah. seen the video? Yeah, Where's the plane? Yeah, just the video. And there like, is. There's a video. There's a video that shows... Uh, it's a ground level cam. I saw it, but it's like a blinking. It's real it's quick. Like, yeah, you it's don't real see quick. anything. Really. But there's you enough. You see uh, something and then a, in the corner and then an explosion. Yeah, but so to it's me, like the missing second that it was in the frame is coming. I've seen that. But even to me, that looks like obviously, if it were something as large as a plane, there would not be that much sky and grass. In oh the yeah, like it looks suspect. Yeah. And then you look for the the damage in the Pentagon. Like there's no fuselage. Dude, no the nothing. day before Donald Rumsfeld said there was three trillion dollars unaccounted for, but they were investigating yeah. it, and that thing hit the office where the investigation was going on. Yeah, <laughs> and we oh, never heard about the three trillion dollars again. You know? What a coincidence! That's how they dude. paid for the moon base, in my yeah. opinion. Dude, know I, I, there's a comic here that's a pilot. And I talk to him about it all the time. And he thinks that it was... He said that the uh, height that um, the plane would have to fly over that road that was next to the Pentagon. He's like, dude, it. it would flip those cars. 
He's like a plane. The plane Wait, turbulence. Like, See pushing ten? Yeah, dude. He said it would fly out so close over the car it would have just flipped those cars. Yep. And then he's like, and it would have had to slide way into that building. He's like, he couldn't land, and he's been flying for like twenty five years or something, and he couldn't. Uh, he couldn't coast it right into the building without hitting yeah. the grass. You know. When you look at, when you look at those those videos, it's obvious that. Uh, yeah, and these guys were crop dusters. They were training to be crop dusters, and they flew these mm-hmm. massive jets. It's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's but honestly, I don't even care about all that, dude. The only thing that we need to be talking about is the passport they found on the street <laughs> of the hijacker. Dude, if you think that 9-11 wasn't bullshit... After they said on the news, people are like... Wasn't just one. People were like, jet fuel doesn't melt steel. I don't care if it melts steel or not. Does it melt paper? Because they found a passport of the hijacker on the street. Now, if you think there ain't some level of bullshit to do with 9-11, you're out of your mind. Yeah. Gotta be. Gotta be. And then that raises questions for everything else. Like... You know, we touched on the pedophilia thing, and Ashton Kutcher wouldn't have a day job. We touched. <laughs> oh, we touched on the pedophilia thing. Oh, this is my first pedophilia job. Yeah. Anyway, um, and uh, Antarctic. Are you familiar with all the alien stuff that, that they talk about in, in the Antarctic? Yeah. Catch me up on that. I've heard some of it. I've just heard that there's all kind of crazy the Nazi stuff bases, up there. That's kind of yeah, and that the, the whole the hollow earth, and that's the entrance into the earth, and dude, that is like hollow moon so... theory better. So stupid, the hollow earth to me. They're like, there's a sun inside the earth, so they may not even know that they're inside of it. You know. That's worse than flat earth. Yes. It's actually the same thing. You know, it's just, I mean, it is in that they're like, it's a dome over there, and there would be a sun inside the center of there. Dude, it's bonkers. It's bonkers. Craziness. Craziness. I'm starting to get paranoid about whether or not this audio is coming through because I haven't even been paying attention. Oh, uh, whatever. Uh, man, oh man, oh man. The, uh, did you see where the other one that I was, the reason I brought up Antarctica was because Buzz Aldrin was down there. Do you remember this story? I know the one about Lieutenant Bird or whatever, the dude who flew up there and said he saw a woolly mammoth and that once you get up over the eyes it's like green oh what was his name? admiral bird yeah project paperclip yeah uh and he said no 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 not paperclip high jump high jump yeah operation high jump and yeah. he said that he got up and was flying through antarctica and he said then it just went from ice into just a green lush palm trees and stuff like that and that was a film that they played in movie theaters in the 1950s with him saying that. It was like, oh, the Adventures of Admiral Byrd, and he tells his story or whatever. He's like, yeah, once you get up there, and he's like, I saw a woolly mammoth and everything. Like, He's like, it's crazy up there. <laughs> That's awesome. And then when, uh, when they went to the South Pole, they ran into some, or supposed, to have run into some sort of military force. They went down there with this whole... Well, the whole world signed a treaty that they don't go to those places. Why not? They don't go to... Well, they did because they took right. Buzz Aldrin and those guys yeah, down Yeah, that's there. what I mean. But it's like you can't just go down there. Down you need there. to be a part of the coalition that sends people down there. And it's like, what? why? That's definitely suspect. 
definitely suspect. Why? And then he came back. So the article that I was talking about is they went down recently. Uh, it was the day of the election. Uh, Kerry went down there on election day, which is suspect to begin with. What? I think even Alex Jones picked up on that and was like, okay, what? And why in the world would you have a politician on the day of a presidential election taking a vacation to Antarctica? Yeah. Like, that's just weird. But while Buzz Aldrin was there, he came back with this extreme altitude sickness. Like, he had gotten really, really sick while he was there. And the only way to get this type of altitude decompression sickness is because, is through uh, really, really rapid elevation changes, mm -hmm. which would be a rocket, a plane, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Or because you or you would have to get the bins coming up mm -hmm. from, from a really low depth. Yeah. And... So there was all this speculation because they were, they've got all these folks in these shirts down there in Antarctica that say get your ass to Mars and and that and then that was that's what pisses me off about what about that is what, whenever Mars thing? yes that makes me so angry they're like here's a picture of Mars it's like show me the bottom of the ocean yeah <laughs> show so me the North like... Pole show me the South Pole I don't care what Mars looks like I want to see what's going on in this planet. Then let's talk about Mars. Just show me a picture of the South Pole. Not even the South Pole. When you mention the, the sea floor, I would like to see pictures of all of the major coastlines to a depth of 400 feet. Yeah. I want to see that mapped well. Because we know that because of the flood, the sea level is about three to 400 feet higher than it was 10,000 years ago, 12,000 years ago. And with all the stories of the of Atlantis and all this other stuff and all these cities that we found right off the coast of Egypt and, and Italy and the Mediterranean, well, we can't, we can't drain the ocean, but we can go and do some research. And I'm right there with you, man. I would say leave Mars alone and go find Atlantis. Like, find whatever the hell it is that was going on under, you know, on these coastlines mm -hmm. that turned into this Atlantis myth. Yeah. Because something happened. Yeah. Hundreds of cultures around the world. Well, we tell you talk about uh, global warming is going to raise the coast. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Get rid of the coastlines. Yeah, we know that. Dude, we were an ice age. You know how much the world has freaking warmed since the ice age? Like, there's a lot of coastline. There may have not been much water on Earth. <laughs> you know, just all land. Well. Uh, Randall Carlson uh, does a lot of research and this is a geologist and um, talks about how we were talking about the Anunnaki yesterday and just to give you one theory on this uh, they talk about how during the the Ice Age which prior to the Younger Dryas which was 12,000 years ago we were in the peak of what's called a glacial glacial maxim and so what that means is the ice sheets were not some glaciers and you know a couple of hundred feet high two miles worth of ice well, sitting on top of north america and siberia wow so there's a possibility that the the whole anunnaki myth of coming from the sky to earth could have just been they were way up on top of these two mile high ice sheets and when the ice sheets started to fall apart after this impact they came down into Siberia, built Gobekli Tepe, helped disseminate all this knowledge, yeah. and became, you know, and were like gods. Yeah. And which is interesting because the genetic manipulation theory that says we needed ancient aliens to come in and tweak our DNA 
could be resolved in that same theory by an interbreeding of Cro-Magnon and Neanderthals in that environment, which would fit the timeline and these two exoduses out of Africa with the possibility of some inclusion of the Australian uh, indigenous people. Yeah, that's interesting. I'd like Sorry, to that's, that's all, that's a long watch an eight-hour video about that. Yeah, you know? I, I have way too much free time. Yeah, apparently. well, see, that's my whole thing with the reptilian uh, thing is, um, I don't know if I have my time periods right, but the dinosaurs ruled the earth for 65 to 100 million years. Hundreds of millions of years. Yeah. Yeah, we're saying that from ape until us sitting here right now took six million years. Nah. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm just keeping it up in my head. I'm yeah. mapping it all. So we were we were ape six million years ago. And but you're telling me dinosaurs ruled the earth for a hundred million years? Well it didn't evolve into But none of them got smart. Yeah. Right. <laughs> none of them got smart. Right. And I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying that maybe our theory of evolution is off. Or, you know, there was some sort of interbreeding. Something. If not, then why, you know, when they say an asteroid hit the Earth, maybe it was a nuclear holocaust instead. And they killed themselves with nuclear weapons. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could like, have been. Because that's a long... Dude, that's a we, long time. That's 25 times our evolutionary period. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I would. I'd say you're giving us a stretch at six million years. We've been this two million years. Like yeah. we've been pretty close to this for two million years. I don't know. I just don't give us as much credit as you do. But it does make sense that why not? If you're talking about consciousness being and simply the increase of neurological intersections and the rock gives rise to consciousness, then. Why, why not? Why not reptiles? I don't see any reason why not. And mm -hmm. because it exists in story. You know, you, we talked about how there's a kernel of truth in most of these conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. Well, Joseph Campbell says the same thing about myth and mythology. You know, all these ancient stories, there's a piece of all of them. They're rooted in the truth somewhere. Well, we can go to Japan, I think it's Japan, and see these, these birds. They're statues of these bird people yeah. that were warriors and have this whole lineage and history in Japan. Mm -hmm. And so when I hear stories of the, you know, and this is one of those things with David Good yeah. and the Disclosure Project Woo. talking about the blue avians. Yeah. It's like, but that's not the craziest thing I've heard today. Yeah. Because there's another story to, cor to correlate that. And there's also a story that says the, um, the Amuret, I don't know, I think that's Amuret, uh, are, you, are you familiar with this? The, uh, okay, so the Amaruka, that's what it is. The Amaruka are the reptilian people indigenous to the Americas, Mesoamerica in particular. And they have statues to commemorate the, these things. Yeah. And, and they it's talk. It's like every land has them. Yeah. You know and, and so the Amaruka are these ancient reptiles that. that reptilian people that the indigenous people of Mesoamerica say were here first and that's possibly the reason that it's called the Americas is because the Amaruka these reptilian people were hanging out in the Americas and and then you're like okay 
So well, everybody in the world's talking about it. And it, but it never. But it's it, retarded, right? Like how? How is? Why is it that retarded? That and we look at look at uh, aquatic mammals like dolphins. And we were talking a little bit about whale language, and I mentioned Star Trek for the journey home. And uh, I just don't. I don't think we know shit. I think uh, when we talk about knowing that we don't know anything, and how that's wisdom, and and that is my thesis statement. Yeah. With all of it. Reptilians. Do I believe it? No. But I do know that it took us this long to evolve and reptile and the lizards ruled the world for a vast number of times that. So what I'm saying, am I saying that uh, that uh, reptilians are a thing? No, I'm saying we just don't know that they're not. We don't know anything. Well, and they didn't even have to be this history creating language transcribing species to mm-hmm. be extremely intelligent. You know, they're, they're cultures of wild animals all over the planet. And so to think that that's not a version of intelligence, even if it lacks our ability to abstract, that's just what we do well. That's not the defini- definition of intelligence. And my other thing is, whose life depends on it being true? <laughs> yeah, follow the money. A few people <laughs> whose life depends on it not being true and reptilian being complete BS. A lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. That would change the framework of the entire world we live in if they tomorrow they were like, well, there's a race of reptilian. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, <clears throat> how many people does it behoove <clears throat> to say that isn't true? A heck of a lot more yeah. than that. People, because they're just nut jobs who talk about it, and I'm not. Again, I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying we don't know. We don't anything at all, and that's the thing. We are so pompous. We think we are the dominant species on Earth. We, I bet we're not. And I don't mean reptilian aliens. I mean oh, no. just by biomass, dolphins or something. Long. You know. Yeah. Thanks for the fish. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Something well, like that. Like we think we've got it figured out. Because, oh, a lot of animals evolved, dude. My dogs came from some sort of wolf-type something, Mm -hmm. you know. They came from something that is um, survival of the fittest, kill or be killed. My dogs have evolved evolved to realize it's survival of the cutest. They Mm -hmm. know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. My little dog will do this thing where she scratches her face, and she knows she's being cute and that she will get a (laughs) belly rub and all that. She knows how to work us. And now, can I do long division? Yes. Can she? No. But I'll go to work all day and do long division so I can afford to buy food for her who sits on the couch all day. And does cutesy stuff. To get it. Yeah. I'm just saying. And this is one of the reasons that that I got really hooked into rhetoric uh, and the, the persuasion, you know. Things being manipulative, uh, specific, like your dog, because I think your dog is doing the same thing that children do, which is manipulate out of their parents because they want something, and a lot of that stems out of survival. But here's the difference: why yeah. they get it right and we won't. Why is that? Because I will continue to rub my dog's belly if she snaps at me and bites me. I'm going to say, bad girl, but I'm going to give her dinner that night, and I'm going to rub her and snuggle her to sleep and all that stuff. Uh, Because, uh, you know, 
I, 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 I don't I don't even know why. You know what I mean? I'm gonna keep going to work and making money to feed her. But we what we're creating is robots to go to work to make money for us to take care of us mm-hmm. and they're gonna kill us. Right, because we're more dangerous than anything else. We are the virus. Yeah. That's, that's we, it's not because we aren't going to change and be the survival of the cutest. We're going right. to still try and outfit these things. Outfit. <laughs> that's the wrong <laughs> word to use. But survival of the fittest against something we've created that we can never be more fit than. Well, and I think that's one of the... This is something that's awesome about artificial intelligence, and I think you're exactly right. Um, it will demonstrate to us a couple of things. One, our version of intelligence is not the limit of intelligence. And two, the only thing we can do better than a machine is be connected to nature, which is the thing that has gotten us so far away from where we need to be to be good, good people because it's a lack of compassion. We've gotten into this survival of the fittest race, which is a bastardization of Darwin's original theory. You know, neo-Darwinism, basically, that Al just Huxley fucked up. But this, this survival of the fittest thing is not what we do regularly. It's what we do during the mating season, but we fucked it up and turned the mating season into all the time, and so we're, we've lost compassion. And that's where cuteness reigns supreme over us being assholes to artificial intelligence. Well, I it's think it's, it's funny... Because the artificial, uh, I think it's very ironic, the artificial intelligence that we are creating I is, um, I hate to use the word anti-God, but would you understand what I mean by that? Sure. It's not, uh, it's not a Christian endeavor. It's not afraid. It, however... The only surefire way to get them to not kill us is to make them believe in a God. Program them to believe in a God. That's interesting. Seriously, think about it. That's the only way they're not going to kill us is say there's a benevolent man in the sky who will give you eternal damnation if you kill humans. Think about it. It's it's completely anti-God, but the only way to get them to not kill us is to make the robots believe in God. Isn't this the same argument that they put forth for the Crusades? I don't know. (laughs) Like, we have to make them believe We have to go find the heathens and make them believe in God so they don't kill us when we try and take their shit. I think it's a big part of the missionary thing. Well, But but I I think you're right. And I think that comes out of... Not so much the needing to fear the ramifications of God, but if it comes from a place of compassion, then you don't have to do the shaking the finger and the but stick. It's so more from, of a what's Jesus than a God. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but could it be Buddha? Like, could it be another? You know what I mean? Teacher? All uh, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm, when okay. I say Jesus, I don't mean I, I don't mean a God who will punish you with hell, eternal damnation. I mean a all love. It's yeah. the right thing to do to... Yeah, because I think that's where we've got it, gotten it wrong so far. We've got this whole punitive law system, which too many people have skated by, and the scales are not just in balance, and certain rules apply to certain people, and they don't apply to others, and white-collar crime gets off with a slap on the wrist, where blue-collar crime gets railroaded, and where the poor just kick them for fun. Yeah. And so we've got this whole system that is not compassionate. 
and the survival of the fittest has allowed us to be malicious and and not compassionate. And I, I think I think if we went the compassionate route, but that's changed so much. Survival of the fittest does not mean what it meant 150 years ago. That's survival true. of the fittest meant can I kick your door in and take your stuff? Right. Survival <laughs> of the fittest now knows means do you know? Are you a programmer? You know what I mean? Like what yeah. skill? What can you do with your mind that other people can't do that make you more valuable than the guy who next door who can beat the shit out of you? Yeah. You know, I th- and I think that's why we need to separate that out culturally. This, the the sur- one of the things that Darwin did that gets really that doesn't get talked about enough was the separation of survival of the fittest was important during the rut, but compassion and democracy for the you know good for the group was more important the rest of the time and so there are these situations where survival of the fittest for the programmer isn't necessarily survival of the fittest whereas if you reframe that as you could survive anyway but your contribution ends up being this i think that's where we have to get to i'm hoping that's where we get to that gets us away from this somehow there needs to be a fitness competition between a programmer and an MMA fighter. Like, there, there has to be a reasonable distinction between why those skills are valuable. Right. And one of them is way more valuable than the other yeah. in, this, in this day and mm-hmm. age, I think. And that's where, that's where I want to see us get to this compassion point. That's one of the reasons that I keep harping on it. It's I, just not going to happen with the system the way it is when we have people in charge who would slit right. their own mother's throat for more power. Right. Because these folks, it's just about power. Like mm-hmm. how much money, there is an amount of money where money doesn't matter anymore. And I would say a majority of the people in control of this country and world have well beyond that amount of money. For sure. Yeah. It's Way not about money. that. Yeah. It's almost... It's it's a grand scale rape because rape isn't about getting laid. It's, it's about, about power. power. Right. And that's what it is. It's a rapist mentality over they're playing risk. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. that's all that, that that's all it is. I've said mm-hmm. on stage before, I don't like the term conspiracy theorist. I prefer guy who thinks the game risk is based on a true story. Right. That's what it is. You're a rapist in your mind, mm-hmm. but it's not um sex that you're after. That's it's not that's not the outlet. It is entire domination over and honestly there's some days uh, that I think that it's let's just see how crappy we can make their lives we'll be fine no matter what right but why don't, why don't we just take this too and some days it's and some days I don't think they're even that polite about it some days I think it's just you know what let's take a little extra today like Fully aware of how little these people have, yeah. but eh, look, we can squeeze a little more out of here, and just because they can, they do. And I, oh man, it's frustrating. Yeah. But I think it's coming around, and I think one of the reasons, one of the reasons I'm positive about it is because there is this, this social undermining. Like, uh, and it's scary, but trial by peer 
is a much more serious thing now than it has been recently. Do you uh, mean like, what's going on in the news currently? Yeah, like uh, all of the misogyny stuff and mm. all of the, the sex abuse stuff. Um, that is much less about let's take these people to court and make them pay versus the court of public opinion. Mm. Uh, and now that the public opinion court is large enough with the internet, yeah. this changes the dynamic a little bit. And I think that chips away a little bit more at the established patriarchy, if you want. I like calling it the patriarchy because it harkens to a lot of things. But it makes sense that access to information is the kind of thing that will undermine hypocrisy. Yeah. It'll, it will show hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. and, and that's one of the reasons I'm a big advocate for truth and that information, you know this. We have this authoritarian system where these people say that they have power, whereas the information that we are all, because we've got phones and eventually the walls are going to talk, uh, the information is what's going to be power in the near future. It's just most people get their information from an outlet that's owned by someone that doesn't have their best interest. Right. And people are really bad consumers. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times we're bad consumers for confirmation bias reasons, for tribe reasons. Dude, for all people kinds have reasons. just, people are stupid. I know. How do we get past that? How well, do we get past never that? Gonna people get are past stupid. That. Look at the number one, you know, 10 shows on TV. Oh, God. It's got to be, I have no idea what they are, but I bet that there isn't a single one of them that isn't complete dribble. Yeah. You know, it's because, and what does that have, how much of that has to do with, um, with the system that's been put in place? In other words, where you're drinking poison, you're eating poison, you know what I mean? I know most people ain't down on the fluoride thing, but Harvard study said it lowered IQ by eight points in kids. Oh yeah, so that's a real there deal. is something to it, and it's that. And also with, um, have you ever had one of those days where you want to come home and you just want to watch something you don't have to think about? Oh yeah, brain candy. I love brain candy, dude. But that's what most people are watching. That's what all the top ten shows are. Mm -hmm most popular shows because people are being put through the mill all day in that system you know just a hamster on a wheel all day long so when they get home they don't want to read yeah. something that's going to enlighten them or say oh my god that's how the world works they want to watch the bachelor and see who gets that rose tonight you know Ugh, it makes me sick but you know my wife often says i just wish that we were those people who just want to drink beer and watch football on Sunday and just <laughs> come home and, you know, watch, see The Bachelor and stuff. And, and she says, I almost wish we were like that just to be, you know, because... Just to check out. Yeah. And I get what she's saying, but I don't. I don't. I certainly don't want to think that, you know what I mean? But I understand what she's saying because um, you, you spend a lot of your time pretending to be... Uh, not saying what you want to say because it's almost like uh, not going along with the status quo. I'm the crazy person, but in my head, I'm just watching a bunch of lunatics walk by every day who are just, I'm just like, you have no idea how this world works. You have no idea what your world works. Go watch, go watch football. Yeah. You know, 
and drink and beer you, and you're like beer. Yeah, and it's it's weird and it's uh, it's off putting and it's bothersome that you never know. I'm afraid to talk to people in public now because I get angry really easily, and uh, it's something that I'm always working on and trying to be better at. But even me, as a truth, love, and peace, you know, happy-go-lucky person, trying to always be nice and happy, when I run into stupid, I fall apart immediately. No Man, I just because it's so voting against yourself, you know, and I don't understand how people do that. Yeah. Uh, so I guess uh, allergies to stupid is a good place to leave it. Yeah. Um, because it's a it's eight fifty two. It's about that time. Go so start that list. Yeah, that's right. So uh, we'll tune the Facebook out. Thanks for joining us, Facebook Live. Truth, love, and peace. Look at this. I think minutes. it was just truth this time. Yeah, which that's okay. That's okay. Uh, that's part of the part of the series yeah. is we do a little bit each. But look at that nine percent battery life. Like we hit that on the head. Nice. Five fifty seven. So we'll close that out and we'll turn this audio recording off. Thank you guys for joining us. I think this makes whatever episode. Truth, love, and peace. Later.